What is going on, everybody? We're back with another beautiful fucking episode of Bunk Buddy Theory. That's right. This motherfucker's right next to me once again for the final podcast in L.A. Yeah, we we really should have done a lot more podcasts. Well, yeah, we should have done, but it's been a hectic fucking schedule. And yeah, on top of that, you know, he has also family to see. I'm not his only fucking family out here, so you know. It's all good. But look, we already put one episode out. Yeah, you know, we couldn't hear Jimmy, but yeah. but we're doing this one now. And it's going to be the episode of episodes because once again, this is going to be the only time we get together to do a fucking podcast. Well, I mean, there's always the future. Mm. But you mean like not any other time soon. Not soon. <laughs> <laughs> not anytime soon. So yeah, we're here. We're back at it. And um, it took us a minute because I just pulled out this mic that we're both using at the same time. And I thought, you know, oh, wouldn't it be better to use two? But uh, it looks like, you know, it looks like it's working out good. I mean, we could do it. I just got to do a lot more shit to your computer and make it my, no, how because mine I don't, is. And no, then shit fuck doesn't that. work right. Yeah, and... you know, like all of a sudden I can't hear anybody. I'm like, fuck, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Let all... me change this one setting. Ah, oh, fuck. I don't know what I did wrong. Yeah, but Nothing it's all good, now. though. It's, it's working. It's, it's doing its thing. Look, you see the little squiggly blue lines. Yeah, I see him. So we're recording shit. Looks like happy little trees on a lake. Yeah, yeah. Reflecting in the water of Mount Fuji. Happy trees, motherfucker. All right, so today we're going to be talking about the mysterious backgrounds of this Mike Bloomberg. Mike Bloomberg. Mayor, ex-mayor of New York City. I don't know who the fuck he is. I didn't even know he was running for president. Presidential candidate. I didn't know. Honestly, like, this whole time, how long has he been in the race? Since the beginning? No, he kind of jumped in, like, halfway. Okay, so there like, we go. After... Guess, who the fuck is this maybe bastard at? Camilla Harris dropped out? Which one's Camilla Harris? Everybody's fun aunt. She's a fun... Oh, from Hawaii, right? Is she the one that... that no, was she's in... from California. California? Oh. She's the one that, like, I have a squeaky record, but then she's pretty much to blame for, like, maybe half of the... Black male incarcerations for minor drug offenses in oh, California. God. So, yeah, there we have it. Mike Bloomberg. I just want to get to know who the fuck this guy is because I just jumped into a... They're, they're, they were doing the, the debates in Vegas, I think it was. Yeah. And everybody attacked him. Everybody just fucking jumped on his ass. Nobody talked about how they're going to make the U.S. a better state. Nope. They didn't say anything. It was either... Trump's an idiot, he needs to be out of office, or Mike Bloomberg is a rich billionaire and we don't know how he got his money. Let's fucking dig into it in public. And fucking, like, you know, I don't know much about this guy. Like, you said he was the mayor of New York and and whatnot, but other than that, like, all I know is that this dude's fucking rich and people want to know how the fuck he got his money. Well, I know he know he owns Bloomberg News, which was like a newspaper or a magazine, and yeah. it's a television spot but it's like it literally is bloomberg news like it's all news about like what he's doing yeah so there's nothing there's no importance to it yeah nobody's there's like no, let me like, let me check in the bloomberg news and find out what the new see let me is. see if that fucking car chase in la is still going on yeah through bloomberg nope nope nobody does it so I, I i really don't know how he's made it but i guess he is a billionaire the big thing that people don't like about him is that he is he did come in super late into the candidate pool whatever you want to call it and so far, all he's done is just spend money, like big time fucking money. Well, like he spent two hundred and fifty something million dollars, I think, so far. 
Hey, he has the money though. Yeah. He has the money, he can do it. That's but, how that's but, how Trump did it, right? Trump No, no? Did, Trump didn't spend hardly any money. Oh fuck. That was always the big weird thing about that, because he only spent maybe maybe like ten million in twenty sixteen. But um, I think the rest uh, of it was from Hillary Clinton spent like fifty something or seventy something million. So this guy is like quadrupling the spending just to get his name out there. And he's on everything. He's on YouTube. He's on like the yeah. You see, that's that's what's crazy about it. Everybody knows about him. I just never heard of this guy. Yeah, like nobody gives two shits. Like about I heard him. Bloom. I heard the name Bloomberg, but I I associated that with like different companies. Like he has that that disease center. I forgot New York where they do like, um, what do they call it? Basically, like a bunch of like scientists. They go there and they examine diseases and shit like that. Like he runs a bunch of those shits. Like or, I don't know some weird. See, I don't shit. Really know about that. So I don't know. I mean, he might he might have like uh, donated money to it or something like that. And you know, it's the yeah. And then they named Blue it Bloomberg Institute for, for venereal diseases or something. I don't Fucking, know. Here, I'm gonna look this shit up. Yeah, I mean, Mike what Bloomberg? The fuck <laughs> is a Mike, Mike Bloomberg? Mike Bloom Bloomberg. Yeah. What the fuck is Mike Bloomberg? Fifty-five things you need to know about Mike Bloomberg. Ow. Dog bit me. Hey, chick, get the back up. Bring your <laughs> Fucking dogs. Yes, I know. We're he doing a podcast. This is unprofessional. To get in my lap. Well, we're all unprofessionals, so. Uh, just chill out. No chill. one likes. Ah. Here is. Here is. Here to. F- I want to see this. What the fuck? Yeah. Michael Bloomberg. He's the here to. The billionaire f- no one likes is here to fuck. Fuck here up 2020. Fuck up 2020. Okay. What the fuck is this? Oh, advertisements. I don't know why the fuck I. What? What the fuck? Bloomberg gifts. You can buy. So apparently, you can buy a brass brass can. What does it do? Limited, constraint shake company. What? What the fuck is this? What is this? I don't think this. Is oh, anything. bold I think mark. This, this is, this is bold. something you just like click. I just clicked on accident. Okay, let's get out of this. Uh, so we're on a Reddit fo- uh, on a Reddit forum, so this is gonna be fun. As a reminder to, uh, no, that's a uh, campaign is populist politics of Warren and Sanders. I don't get it. Like this they should use Bloomberg's taxes to illustrate how we can pay off. M four A. I don't know what M four A is. Uh yeah, you know what? This is getting a little out of control. Now my head hurts. What what are we on? Are we on like Bloomberg like Reddit subreddit yeah. or something? It's a subreddit, I guess, of some other shit. Well click click the, click the thing maybe. Click, click, the, click the picture. Click. Oh, it's Vice. Ah. Uh, okay, so he's done shit. I don't know. We don't know what exactly he's done to get rich. Just but put in, like, how did he become a billionaire? Okay. Well, let's go back this way. Why don't we just do this? Okay. But um, I think one of the big deals that a lot of people don't like him is because he's buying his way onto the... Yeah, to the presi- uh, presidential the ticket or whatever. Yeah. seats or whatever the fuck. And then he talked about having Hillary Clinton as his VP. He, you know what I just found out? I don't know if it's true. I think it was a, a gag. I thought it was a joke, but... AOC is going to be Sanders' vice president? Oh, I don't know. He, I Did know you he, hear about that? He talked about it. I don't know if that was Dude, they were holding happened. hands at a picture. I don't know if it's true or not. I saw it last night. Sanders announces AOC as vice president. 
I don't know, man. I haven't heard that. Dude, if that even happens, you know they're going to eat that shit up. Yeah, I don't know. Because everybody, for some reason, likes her, and it's not for politics. It's because you got them big socialist titties. Oh, uh, well, I was talking about her personality. But. Whatever. She didn't have to <laughs> um, So this isn't telling us much. One, it says his father was a uh, bookkeeper at a at a dairy yeah and never earned more than 6000 in a year well you know that's 1920s money so that's big money oh yeah people are fucking retarded when it comes to stuff they're like oh yeah back in 1982 i only made $42,000 a year and you're like well, well back in 1942 yeah like you're back in 1982 money that's like you're making 80 90,000 a year basically yeah man his favorite you see like okay his favorite book as a teenager was Johnny Trim- no fuck you. what yeah, this is just weird shit. When How did this... Harvard. He went to Harvard, I guess. He went to Harvard? The flat feet kept him out of Nam. Hmm. When he got his Harvard Business School, his mother said, don't let it go to your head. Huh. His, vers- his first job after grad school, starting in June 1966, was a... Salmon Brothers? A Salmon Brothers? The Wall Street Investment Bank. Oh. Where he conducted security by hand and made 9000 a year. Fucking Christ. 1966. Yeah. yeah. That's still a lot of money back then. He smoked until he was in his early 30s. He quit by imagining his worst enemy Out outliving him. him. Fuck. That, man, that's fucking weird. That's why... <laughs> He was fired. Oh, after the company Salmon Brothers was purchased, as a partner voted to accept the acquisition bid after realizing he would receive a payout of $10 million in cash. He used the money to start his own company. Ah, look at that. But really, I think what he but did... But it's weird, they, the way they mention it goes, he was fired in 1981. Yeah. After he, like, was like, sure... We'll sell the company and I'll make $10 million. Then they fired him? That's. Well, I think they paid him out. Yeah, that's the whole point. But why would you mention that he got fired? Yeah, it's weird. So, oh, that's a pretty cool wallet. Look, that's the one I want to get. Sorry, we're getting off topic here. Uh... He's halfway through his second term when his constituents learned that he had had two stents put into a coronary artery the year before his first campaign. I guess that's when he ran for mayor. Oh, okay. So he fired a city employee for playing solitaire on his office computer. Hmm. So he was a the Democrat turned Republican, changed his party affiliation again this time to independent. So he ran for president in two thousand seven. Oh as, as a as a republic as independent? Yeah. Huh. Now he's gone back to being a Democrat, I guess. He was worth about four billion when he took office. He was worth more than thirty billion when he left it. Jeez. What the fuck? You see the jump? He was only worth four billion. That's a lot of fucking money. Yeah. But how the fuck did you become worth even more after you left when he was mayor of New York, I'm assuming? Yeah, that's the only office he, he was in in New York, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he, he, he came out of New York richer. Yeah. 
I don't know. Something shady is going on right there, dude. Oh, well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe his... The fuck is he selling Cambodian babies? Or what the fuck? went through the roof. I don't know. In 2018, he was America's second most generous billionaire behind only Jeff Be- Bezos. He has... He's... He has... Says his... Oh, I, they worded all weird. English. Says his staff given away almost $10 billion? $10 billion, wow. I haven't seen any of that money, but... Yeah. He owns 12 homes, including properties in New York, London, Bermuda, and Florida. He refuses to attend going-away parties for departed Bloomberg employees. They become bad people, period, he once said. What the fuck? We have a loyalty to us, leave, and you're them. Damn, this guy is kind of freaky. Doesn't like movies. He thinks baseball is boring. Yeah. So does half of America, but I like it. Me and my daughter like that shit. Damn, we're reading all kinds of shit. His father died at 57. His mother died at 102. He has said he plans to live to 125. Well, well I bet you with all the fucking... Money. Yeah. yeah, with all the fucking baby blood you're drinking from the Vatican, <laughs> you're probably, you'll probably outlive it. All of us motherfuckers, dude. So yeah, this, this guy's fucking weird. Twelve homes. I don't think. I think he said he he has written that people need to understand that life, like it or not, has to be quid pro quo. Well, which means like you know, you do something, and I'll do something for you. Kill somebody, and I'll kill for you. Yeah. Interesting. So have you learned anything new about Mike Bloomberg? The yeah, uh, he's probably a fucking. Uh, he's probably he probably eats children. He probably so. eats children on he, a daily he basis. He enjoys those endochrome shakes. Yeah. Or adrenochrome. Adrenochrome. He especially loves the Mexican and the Jewish babies. Hey. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. Reading from this, he likes Jewish and Mexican babies. But remember, apparently he made that comment. Well, apparently he did. It wasn't even. Apparently, it was straight up. You know, recorded. I think it's on TV and shit where he said that Mexican men and black men, they don't understand how to behave. Yeah. Is that his exact words? It's something close to that. Like, that they didn't understand how... they Like, like it wasn't their fault that they didn't understand how to operate in normal society. What the fuck? Something weird like that. Yeah. So it says, during his time as mayor, police use of stop and frisk spiked in the city from 97,000 in 2002 to 685,000 in 2011. Around the apex of the practice, black and brown people were nine times as likely as white people to be targeted. He defended it defiantly at times until last fall when he finally caved in like a little pussy and apologized. Of course, stop and frisk, stop and frisk literally saved the state of New York. Or yeah, the but why, city of New York. But is it the whole black and Hispanic thing? Just what fucking douchebags just went out to do? Just you know, fuck the white. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, right? they just they're, they're, they're just they're being just dicks going and out racist, to do right? bad shit. Yeah. yeah, I mean, stop and frisk was like. But the percentage it, it allowed it allowed the police to to target people. It really did. Yeah, big like time. if you just saw a black guy wandering the streets, you could be like, "Hey, man, I need you to stop. I need to shake you down real quick." And it was supposed to like. Eight out of ten times, they find a gun yeah. or a knife. But or it's a also the it also depends on the area too, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you they never were, know. Like, well, like I'm know, pretty sure they weren't in like the Hamptons. Like, if, or they, if they weren't, if they weren't just picking on on just the Mexicans and, and blacks, imagine how many people they would have caught if they would have frisked white people too. Because there's some fucking crazy ass white people out there, man. 
Yeah. But they yeah. all left New York a long time ago, though. I think they need to make an exception this time and frisk hipsters, dude. You never fucking know, man. These motherfuckers carry some weird stuff, like steampunk switchblades and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't follow a fad, bitch. I am the fad. Get, 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 get. Never know. I like just, well, so last year. But it's kind of, it, I mean, it makes sense. Frisk, you know. But it, but it just it leaves a bad, I don't know. It, it leaves a bad taste in people's mouth when it's like, fuck, only Mexicans and black people were being frisked. And white people just did whatever the fuck they want. Well, I think the whole point of stop and frisk was they, they did check everybody, I'm pretty sure. But I think it was like eight out of ten times if they were black or Hispanic, uh-huh. they had something on them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, to, to be honest, I kind of feel like that's uh, basically a violation of your privacy. For a cop, for oh, no fist. reason, just to come up you up and to fist. you and be like, "Hey, I need you to stop. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shake you down." Yeah, it's 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 kind of a it's it's an iffy topic, dude. It's iffy because some people feel like you know it is good that we are reducing the crime rate. Yeah. By doing that, but at the same time, it, it is it is an invasion of privacy, dude. It is like, hey, I'm gonna have to stop you from eating that burrito, and I'm I'm gonna have to search you. It's like. I'm eating a burrito. Like, how does this look menacing to you? Oh, well, you know, they won't say it, but it's like, oh, either you're fucking, you're fucking black or you're fucking Mexican. Yeah. You know? They won't say it out loud, but that's the intention. Especially in New York, dude, the cops are dicks in New York, dude. I remember when I was out there, I was, I just turned 18 because I lived out there for a year in Long Island. And I went, and this was right after 9-11. Not like directly after, but it was probably like a year, a year or two after. And man, I, I understand security was tight, but when I was in Times Square and I was like, I had the, you know those old camcorders and shit. Yeah. And I was recording. I was like, "Fuck, this is New York," you know. And the cop, a cop just came and he just fucking whopped my camera. Like he almost broke it. Like he hit it so hard that I had to be like, "Whoa, shit!" He said, "You can't videotape out here, man. <laughs> There's rules out here in Times Square. You can't videotape." And I'm like, "I'll videotape whatever the fuck I want." And I just kept recording. He got mad. It's like, oh, 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 is that so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn the fuck around. I need to check something. I need to check you. I'm like, you ain't checking nothing, dude. <laughs> you ain't checking nothing. And I just kept recording, and he wanted to. He wanted to be like, you know, but there's too many people there. There's too many people, like, and he was making a big fucking scene about it, too. Well, you I can't wonder record. if Stop and Frisk was... Was active when was I was active, yeah, because oh, it was I, up until 2011. Yeah. When did I go to New York? So I was 17 when I dropped out of high school. Uh, fuck, I wish I would have graduated so I can know exactly when I graduated from high school or when I was in high school. But, um, yeah, like 2001, 2001, when, when Slipknot came out with their first album, I was in high school. Here, look, here, I'll tell you guys Hello. exactly. See. From 2002, so I don't know if he was mayor from 2002, 2001, uh. and Stop and Frisk was going on because I know Stop and Frisk was going on when Rudy Giuliani was mayor. And that was from like the early, oh, from the late 90s, I think. Ah. Uh. I just think it's odd, though, because like Rudy Giuliani is seen as being the savior of New York because he started this stop and frisk thing. Yeah. But now Michael Bloomberg is being treated like the fucking... Jesus Christ. Pariah. Okay, okay it wasn't 96. This is a whole different... I think this is like their, their EP album. So, I was in high school... In 1999. Okay. I was in high school in 1999. Was that right? Well, you're two years younger than me, right? I'm 35. 
Yeah, well, I'm like 37. Yeah, so. So that's about right, right? I was like, I what, guess. ninth grade? I mean, if you're, in, if you're 17, you like, wouldn't have been 17 in 1999, right? No. No, well, you would have been I, I 16 I, in 1999. I, yeah, I, I would have graduated early. Because the, depending on my birthday and when I started school, I mm-hmm. guess. But I was 17. I wasn't. No, I would have been 18 when I graduated because I was like in 11th grade, I was 17. So you should have graduated in 2002. Yeah. Okay. And I didn't. I just fucking moved to New York. Like right after 11th grade, I said, you know what? I'm done. I moved to New York. So, so yeah, like 2000, 2001. All right. That sounds about right, though. Yeah. So I was in New York 2001. So it was like a couple of years after 9-11. It was a couple of years. Because 99 is when... September 11th. Yeah, I was in high school. Yeah. I was in high school. I, I remember. I remember. I remember exactly. So, fuck, man. Yeah, they're really fucking uptight up there. You couldn't videotape. You couldn't take pictures when you were in Times Square. People were doing it anyways. Yeah. But that cop... I knew damn well that cop wasn't, wasn't going to frisk me. I was like, nope. I said, I said, you ain't touching me for shit, dude. Go get a warrant. Hmm. Go do something. Well, I'll watch. Let me call my sergeant over here and he'll fucking tell you otherwise. I'm like, go, go get him. And then he just sat there like looking like an idiot. And I just walked away. I went to the Nintendo World in yeah. New York. Yeah, I just fucking left them there. <laughs> fucking good. Tell me what to do. Fucking schmuck. So that law was probably in, implemented. Yeah, and then we got Chewy over here. Tell him, Chewy. Yeah, Chewy. Fucking tell him, Baba. Tell him. Tell him. Go, wah. Wah. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you get him all riled up now. I know. Now you're gonna hear him on the podcast. <laughs> His first debut. <laughs> but um. But yeah, this uh, the whole the whole you know. People liked it and people didn't like it, because like you said, it's also kind of like you know like hey man, you can't just randomly pick me to to look in my shit. Kind of need a warrant for that. Yeah, I kind of. I'm not really sure how it ended up working out then. So I. I can understand them stopping and frisking someone, but if they did have a gun or a weapon on them, would they immediately go to jail or would they just get it confiscated from them? Because you have to have some kind of... See, New York is one of those states, too, that they really they really hate fucking guns. They're like in California. They're, they have strict gun rules, too. Right. So I mean, I, I obviously, think, if they I, didn't out have... Here, I know out here, if you get caught with a gun, and let's say, you know... Well, they have weird rules out here. Like, yeah. You can still have a gun, but it has to be like on the dash of your so, car. So, so I don't know. That's the yeah, last here, time I remember. Here's the, rule. here's the rule from what I remember lately is you can have your gun in the front seat. It don't matter as long as it's locked. And the bullets have to be in the trunk of your car. Or they can't be within a certain amount reach, of dis- distance, yeah, reaching uh, distance or something. Yeah, so, so let's say in, in my truck, I just have to throw the bullets in the tailgate. Uh, they have well, to be you should there. be able to put them in the back, but they have to be like on the floor, away from you as far as possible. Yeah. Like but I mean, but then I think still think it depends on what the cop thinks. Yeah, like if they think you can reach back there and grab yeah, the bullets see, and shove them in why, your gun. That's as why far I don't even possible. like when I when I was carrying around my gun, I just threw my bullets in the back of the truck. I didn't even bother putting it inside the car hmm. because I did get pulled over once with my gun, and I, and you know I told them like, hey, everything's everything's legit, man. Because I guess um. He swore he saw me doing that, that, what is it, they call it, the California stop and go? Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, he, he could have sworn I did that. I'm like, no, I waited the, the you know, what is it, like 20 seconds, 20, 30 seconds out the corner of the stop sign? I, I said, I waited, man. I didn't take off. There's too many cars coming for me to just be like, 
oh, fuck you, you know? Yeah. Like, no, I waited, dude. And I said, I mean, the, the footage is in your car. I know your, I knew the, that camera caught everything. I mean, you, you know, and I told him, like, hey, you know, if you're going to give me a ticket for this, that's fine. And then he asked me, like, do you have a, do you have a, like, I don't know where he just goes, do you have a gun in the car? And I was like, yeah, I do. Is it registered? I go, yes, it is. Um, can you bring it out, please? And I was like, fuck. See, that's kind of... Yeah, because weird. I guess it popped out on the system that, yeah, this dude has a registered firearm yeah. or whatever. I yeah. think it's supposed to. Yeah. And that's why he asked. And I said, yes, I do. He was like, can you bring it out? And I said, fuck, all right. And then it turned into like a like a, like an hour and a half of him trying to pin something on me. Hmm. He goes, do you have any bullets? And I go... I said, yeah, I have a few left. I just came from the shooting range, you know. They're in the back of the truck. And back then, I had a tunnel cover. Okay. Like a camper shell? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Not a tunnel cover, but a camper shell. And it's and there was no window in the camper shell, so I couldn't reach out. You remember my red truck, right? Yeah. Was it the red truck? No, no the, the Mitsubishi the Raider. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 so it was that truck. And there was no glass in, right. the, in the tunnel cover. I mean, there's access for me to poke my head, my head out. But the tunnel cover itself didn't have an opening, so it was just completely sealed off, hmm. you know. So he's like, "Where's the bullets?" And I said, "Well, they're in the back of the truck." And he and he automatically he looked in the truck to see if there was a window that goes through. Huh? Like he wanted to pin something on me. I I knew it for a fact. He was looking for something to get me on. Hmm. And he saw that I had two locks on my case. There's the clips were empty, the the chamber was empty. The bullets were in a, in, a, in, a, in a box in the back, and they were locked as well. Hmm. So I had three different locks on, on, you know, two on my gun case, one on the bullet case. And he sat there, and he's like, do you have the keys for this? And I go, yeah. And I had to go in my dashboard, get the keys. Like, he knew I had everything, like, so separated from each other. Because hmm. I knew, like, dude, like, carrying around this gun, I have to be sure that everything is not reachable. Like, everything has to be a mission for me to do. And then he was seeing that shit. And he was getting he was getting a little frustrated because he wanted to fill that quota. I can tell it, dude. I can fucking tell. He goes, "All right, open it up." Opened up. I only had probably like five or six bullets in there because I went to the, I just came back from the shooting range. Yeah. And he was, "All right, lock it up." And then he looked in the car again. He goes, "Let me see the 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 number, the serial number for the gun." And he did that. He ran that through. All right, it's registered. It's clean. All right, lock it up. All right, you're free to go. And he just left it at that. I'm like, okay, like he made he made he made it ten times worse on himself. Yeah. He made himself. He basically became his own inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> he became his own inconvenience. And I wasn't gonna lie to the cop and be like, yeah, I have a gun, but I don't have it on me. If you do that, then you're fucked. Yeah. Because you have to by law, you have to, you know. I don't know. I mean, it's like you know, me and the wife are thinking about getting our concealed carry and a lot of stuff they talk about is like what happens if you get pulled over what are you supposed to do what are you supposed to explain yourself you know whatever and it's like one of the one things you don't want to have happen is, hey, hey shut up is have them uh, ask you like you know or to like pull your gun out they say normally police officers won't yeah but in a weird ugh. yeah <laughs> we got a good whiff of the Taz <laughs> Here, keep Damn. talking. I'll light this shit up for you. Yeah, but so in, in most cases they won't ask you to produce a gun, but if they do, then it becomes super fucking tricky because now it's like, you know, if you have your gun on you, 
usually it's not going to be in a spot where it's really convenient for you to pull it out. Mm-hmm. So then you have to like somehow pull your gun out, present it to them in a way that isn't threatening. And then they say, whatever you do, don't use the word gun. They say, just use the word firearm. So you're like, oh, do you have a gun? Be like, yes, sir, I have a firearm on me. Like, okay, can you show it to me? Like, then at that point, you're supposed to go, okay, officer, like, how would you like me to show you my gun? Because it's in my, you know, it's in my, my, like, it's in my back pocket or whatever. It's in my pocket. It's in my front pocket. I can't get it out because I'm sitting down. And then, and then it's like, yeah, like, do you want me to, would you like me to step out of the car? And then even that is like more shit, because if you step out of the car, then you're kind of giving them consent to search your vehicle and shit like that. Yeah. So you need to get them to tell you what exactly to do every step of the way. Because I've seen some stuff where they're like, you know, don't do this, don't do that, you know, and then they're fucking hilarious, because it's like, the guy's like, oh, do you have a, you you give them your, uh, you're supposed to give them your license and your concealed carry permit so yeah. they know that you have a gun on you and they go oh you have a gun on you and they're like yeah you want to look at it and then you, oh, like, yeah, you, you point it at shit. them and shit didn't, didn't our friend Lou remember Louie you told me that he had tinted windows in his car when he used to live out here oh yeah, yeah and the cops almost lit his ass up because he just automatically rolled down the window like well like his window was broken oh. so he had to push down on it and hit the button at the same time to roll down so all the cops saw was him sticking his hand out the window and they thought he had a gun in his hand. Oh, fuck. And they were like, stop, what the fuck are you doing? Stop right now. And he was just like, oh, okay. I'm just lowering my window. Yeah, and then they had to take him out. He's like, look, he's like, my, my window's busted, you know? Like, I have to, like, push it down for it to go down. And they're don't like, you, you know it. how close you came to getting fucking shot, boy? You know, See, like, oh, then all that, the cops out here in California, like, people are like, oh, California, they love each other. Like, dude, cops out here are fucking pricks, too, man. Yeah, but all of, everyone else treats them like pricks, yeah. too. So, like, I wouldn't. But, I mean... They they really the, made it in the, in the, in the last the, in the last five six years they really make it it's us versus them yeah it's you see that I, that, that I do agree but before that man but they made it like that dude they gave that that fucking notion that there's a lot of fucking dickheads out there dude yeah like the whole rampart scandal oh yeah yeah that's yeah. what fucking made people go you know what fuck them fuck the cops dude there because, was um because they all associated rampart. With, with all the, the other yeah, cops. Yeah, with the rest of LAPD. And I know, yeah. like, uh, there's a lot of cities out here in California where, where, yeah, cops aren't fucking dickheads. But just because of Rampart's actions, all the cops in California now are dicks. That's what they, yeah. that's how a lot of people see it. Because, oh, if Rampart, if Rampart was like that, what makes, what, you know, what, what doesn't stop the other districts from doing that shit? Dude, there was a small town, a really nice small town. I can't remember where it was. Probably up north. But, um... Their police force took over the city. Holy shit! Like it was the craziest shit. And is then they it had red, this... red, Redding or no? It, it's... Redlands or what is it called? Or Eureka? No, I can't remember now. But it was like a nice, like neighborhood, nice city, and everything. And it was somewhere up north. And um, they were having like a town hall, and all the people speaking were like, like I'm scared to death to speak. And all the cops were there. That's what was fucking scary. So you had like the mayor and all these people sitting down, and the cops were like in front of them. Like, standing up. Like, as if they're defending the people, the mayor and stuff. And they're like, no, like, like this is Officer whatever, Mon- Montoya or whatever. Like, he's pulled me over five times in three days. And he's, he's, like, shaking me down. He wants to know, you know, where I live, all this stuff. It's like, and they're like, you know, if I don't say this now, it's like, I, you know, I'm going to end up dead later. So I'm going to just let it all out now. 
and it was like fucking freaky and i, I can't remember what ended up happening i think like I don't know if, like, state officials had to go there or, like, the FBI had to come in and, like, kind of, like, bust up their whole group order. But that, like, the whole town, like, the cops just took over the town. And, you know, you know, a lot of that, too, probably the mayor pocketing some money, dude, and he paid off a lot. That's just, a lot of mafia shit, dude. Yeah, when it comes just to... being, like, a little scared bitch and not being able to control yeah. his town or whatever. That's crazy, dude. It's crazy, the world. It's a lot, a lot of it, too, it's a power trip. When somebody has that much power in their hand, they abuse it. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's, like, 90, the weird, like, the Portland mayor. <coughs> yeah. Where, like, people were getting their shit pushed in on the streets, and he told the police, don't do, don't help anybody. Mm-hmm. And then you, if you bust it up, you're like, I can you guys call me an ambulance? I'm busted up. They're like, sorry, we can't do anything, sir. You got to figure it out yourself, on your own. What the fuck, Like, man. what the fuck? Dude, there's an incident. Uh, you remember uh, when, you know, for, for those who don't know, me and Jimmy used to be colleagues at a, at a beautiful little company called Blue Cable. <laughs> Full of fucking awesome people, by the way. Yeah. One of the friendliest people in the world. Not really, but... <laughs> but um, when, when me and Jimmy used to work together, we used to work at a site called Hoover, right here in L.A. Probably, probably really close to the Coliseum. It was like down the street from the Coliseum. Right. If you if you drive to the Coliseum and you make that... Let's say you get off the, four, uh, the 110, and you're driving down to the Coliseum, and then you make that left on Hoover, mm-hmm. you drive about... Maybe like four or five blocks, and that's where the Time Warner site is. And it's right next door to a firehouse. Mm-hmm. You remember that, right? Right yeah. there, MLK, there's Martin Luther King. Yeah. And Hoover, that's what that's where that site was. And there used to be stories about how, uh, you know, techs will go in late at night to look at an outage, and they'll find dead bodies being thrown in there. Really? Yeah, they'd like, uh, they found a couple of dead bodies there in that site. And then there's one time, man, there's this tech called Savio. You remember Savio, right? Yeah. The, the Indian dude? Yeah, I remember him. With the ponytail? So he was telling us, he was telling me and Steve once that um, he went in there for, for an outage. Um, so he rushed, he rushed over to Hoover, like it was like maybe probably two in the morning. A lot of those dudes were on call. Because Bowcroft, you know, the actual, the actual main site is 24-7. Mm-hmm. Like they never close. There's always, a te- there's always a shift of techs working there 24-7. Because that was a, that was a very like, uh, it was almost considered a level, what is it, a level three? Remember the remember like Tustin, yeah. Tustin, that the main the main hub for where all the states come in that are run by you know Time Warner at the time, right? And then one Wilshire was a was a was a level three as yeah. well because yeah. it, because these sites are hard to get into because that's where all any, any system that that it's time, like the, it's the it's the backbone of the system. Yeah, it yeah. basically and it's if what that what goes down. You, oh, we're you have like yeah, like a whole state is just knocked out. Yeah. So that was like the like these level. There's a couple of them. I think out here in California, there's three of them. There's one Wilshire. There's Tustin, and then there's one more, somewhere else. <clears throat> I don't know where exactly it is, but it's nowhere near downtown LA. It's like out. It's like out a ways. I think maybe like Cypress, <clears throat> maybe somewhere in Cypress or Downey. I think there's there's this there's a there's a level three, there as well. But um, but yeah, these sites are heavily guarded. You know, you have like you have to enter like. Probably like a, like four sets of codes yeah. just to get in the first door, and then when you go into those sites, it's a big, empty ass building, but with different servers for different companies mm-hmm. that rent out the, the spaces. And Time Warner had one of them there. So, uh, where was I getting at? Well, oh, that Salvia was at the. Oh yeah, so 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 yeah, so Bowcroft almost was considered a level three. Because that was a lot. A lot of the states came in there too, 
But they were, I don't know why, I don't know why, but they got the level of 24-7. They had to be open 24-7. Yeah. So it is an important site. So um, so one of the techs from, from Bowcroft, he ran down to Hoover, <clears throat> trying to open the gate, and these two dudes came from behind him, pistol whipped him. Yeah. They like busted his head wide open, they took his wallet, they took his company vehicle, <laughs> and they left him high and dry. <clears throat> Savio walks... Like all he, I think he had a concussion too. Hmm. That's how bad it was. He walked out of the the parking lot of the site, went to the firehouse next door. You know, he's like, "Hey, I need help." I, I, you know, they took everything from me. Like, I don't have a phone to call. They just opened the door and he's like, "What happened?" Oh, I got mugged, man. Like, they just took everything from me. Uh, there's a payphone down the street. Call nine one one, and they closed the door on him. Yep. <clears throat> Not my job. Not my fucking job. I don't get paid enough to help people. Yeah. Unless you're on fire, then I can't help you. Yeah. <laughs> that's, how, <laughs> that's how it was. Yeah. That's how it was. A lot of shit, there's a lot of shit going on like that over here too, man. Well, there was that one weird article. I want to say it was a BuzzFeed article. But um, it was like, uh, they're talking about how the police are not actually obligated to help you. Huh. And so what it was is this guy, there was a guy, he was on the train, he was on the subway or whatever, and a guy with a knife popped up. And he was threatening people. And so he kind of stepped in and was like, hey, man, like you need to like calm down, you know, back off. The train stopped. And everyone got off the train. And the cops were there, but the cops wouldn't come in. They had the train stop. The cops stayed outside. And he was like, okay, what the fuck? Like, are the cops going to come in and help me or what? Yeah. And then, and then finally the guy attacked him. And the guy, like, stabbed him a lot. Like, Damn. Stabbed him, like, 20-something times. And I think he was able to pin the guy down. And then well, the cops came in and then finished, kind of finished the job, and then he was still sitting there like all bleeding and shit. And he said, "No, no one came for him." And he just sat there on the on the bus, like just like bleeding out. And he just had to get up and like go find like a emergency service that's station. That's fucking or some crazy, shit. dude. And then that's when he he crazy. tried to sue the city, like, hey, you know, the cops were there and they didn't do shit. They didn't come in and help me. They didn't do nothing. And that's when the city told him, like, well, you know. Even though we're here to protect and serve, we're not actually obligated to protect and serve. Like, we're not, they're not obligated to save your life. They're not obligated to, like, stop a crime in progress, which has always been their big thing. They never really stop crime in progress. It's very rare that you call the cops on somebody and they get there in time. Yeah, you know, there was a story I heard uh, many years ago where this guy out in, uh, I think he was like out, out, out in the East Coast, maybe Boston or, or, or Jersey or something like that, where he, he heard rustling in his, in his tool shed in his backyard, and there's a guy steal, you know, break, trying to break in and steal all his tools. So he calls the cop, but he did something super clever. I mean, it could have got him in trouble, and you know, he, he didn't get in trouble for it, but he calls the 911, and he's like, yeah, I'd like to report a ro- robbery in progress. And she's like, oh, what's the address and this and that? And he gave him the address and he goes, well, you know, how, how long can the cops get here? Because, you know, I'm at the point where I'm just going to get my gun and I'm going to shoot the guy to death. Mm. And she, the lady on the, the operator's like, oh, don't do that. You can't do that. And so, oh, no, I'm going to fucking shoot him. And he gets his gun and he and he spins the revolver part. And she heard it. And she's like, we're going to send dispatch out there right now to handle the situation so you don't need to go and shoot him. There's no, he's on my property. He's going to die right now. Boom, he hangs up. Cops were there in minutes. Yeah. And not only that, this is the fu- the funny part about it. So right after he hung up, he just put his gun back and he goes, and then he told reporters, I don't even have bullets for the gun. I just have a gun. 
So he puts the gun away and he's sitting there watching the guy try to steal his stuff. And like within a few minutes later, bam, two cops, two cars show up. Four cops jump out and they caught the guy in the act of stealing, right? Yeah. And the cop's knocking on his door. He comes out and he's like, man, you guys made it in time, huh? And the guy goes, uh, they said that there's a gun involved? No gun involved. Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, I just said that to get you guys over here as quick as possible. Because I have a gun in the house, but the problem is I've, I haven't had bullets in over like 10 years. Like, I haven't never shot that gun at all. I don't even think the gun works anymore. <laughs> and the cops are like, well, can we see the gun? You know, they did the procedures and, sh and shit. And he's like, whatever. Like, here it is. Yeah, it hasn't been fired for shit. It's all rusted. It's all old. And it's like, well, he goes, you know, you can get in trouble for doing that. That's a false report. He goes, no, it's not. Yeah. I didn't report anybody had a gun. Yeah. He just said, I have a gun. Yeah. I just said, I have a gun. And I got you guys over here real quick. Yeah. I mean, I've heard of some of those 911 call things. Some of them are fucking terrifying. Because it's like, you're you like, oh, shit. Yeah. You can hear them being attacked or, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's. And it's like, all you know, the, the catch line is, you know, the cops are only, you know, 20 minutes away. Like, when you when you have seconds, cop, remember, cops are only 20 minutes yeah. away. Not to talk shit on cops. I mean, they've... You know, they got their hands tied yeah, with other shit, too, got, but... They've got their high, hands tied by the city, by the public, by whatever else. And and for, uh, a lot of the a lot of the issues out here for, the, for when that Rampart shit happened in the 90s, a lot of it was the response time. A lot of people are like, dude, every time we call the cops, you know, like, they never show up. Or they just don't, you know, they either show up super, like, maybe, like, a half hour or an hour later after the crime was committed, or they just don't show up at all. Yeah. And and a lot of it was a lot of these cops, they would look at the area they were getting called in. And it's like, oh, there's a lot of fucking, you know, there's a lot of spicks in that area. Fuck them. Just leave them there. Yeah. They can handle their shit. Or there's a lot of black people over here. Fuck them. Let them deal with it. Like, there's a lot of fucking racial tension between the cops. Rampart and the well, city of Rampart. Well, see, that's the thing, though, with the Rampart thing. I never knew if it was, like, a, a racial thing or if it was just it was, a... They're just like, fuck, I'm not doing this. Well, there are a lot of criminals. There are a lot of criminals themselves. There are a lot of criminals, but a lot of them were, you know, even... even And what sucks, you know, people are, are probably going to be like, that's not true, but there's a lot of fucking Mexican cops that are fucking racist as hell, too, dude. Yeah. Racist to their own people. I had a Mexican cop one time get all aggressive with me when I was, uh... It was when I had that warrant for my arrest for not showing up for jury duty. <laughs> that the, the like, it was two cops, right? It was two cops that pulled me over. <clears throat> they asked for my license and registration. I gave it to them, but the young dude, this young Mexican guy, said, "Can I can I ask you to step out of the car, sir?" And I said, oh, "What's the problem? You have a bench warrant for your arrest." And I go, "A, a what?" He goes, "Yeah, you didn't show up for jury duty, did you?" What? What the fuck is this? Like, I looked at the... And I looked at... Because... And I realized that that guy was a rookie. This is his first time out with a partner. Huh. And his and his boss was the sergeant. Right. That was with him. And the sergeant had that look on his face like... Fucking idiot. And, I, and then he goes, Yeah, I have to report this in. No stone unturned or some <laughs> weird shit like that. But he was such a... He was such a fucking, like... Whitewashed. He was so whitewashed, dude. Like, he was straight Mexican. He had the Mexican flag tattered on his forearm or whatever the fuck. But straight, like, oh, you're, I'm going to have to pull you over. And then he was fucking really goes, uh, goes where are you from? I'm from Hollywood. I, I live in Hollywood and I work over here in Pasadena. No, what's your nationality? And I'm like, 
I'm not at liberty to tell you what, where the fuck my family's from. You know, I, I can say is I was born here, born and raised in California. Yeah. What's your fucking nationality, man? Don't fucking get smart with me. I'm like, I said, I don't know, man. Figure it out. And that's when the sergeant came and said, hey, hey, hey come, come the fuck down, dude. <laughs> over a fucking, over a no-show at a, at, a, at a jury duty. And he told his partner, just go fill out the paperwork in the car. And, they, and then the main dude was like, hey, man, I'm sorry about this, you know, but obviously we're going to have to take you in. If it wasn't for his stupid ass saying it out loud, you know, the cameras probably would have not heard it, and I, I would have just told you to go. I would have said, like, time served. I don't want to give a fuck. But now we got to take you in. Like, fuck, man. And then, you know, they didn't. Ha the guy didn't handcuff me. The, the fucking young dude wanted to handcuff me. <laughs> he wanted to treat me like a piece of shit, but the other dude was like, dude, just, here, just park your car in your, because remember South Pass? That little hub by the park? Yeah. I had to park my car in there, lock the gate, and I told him, look, can I, I'll leave my phone in here in my car, but can I call my dad real quick and let him know what the fuck is going on? Because I'm going, if I'm going to jail, I have to let my boss know. I was all right, cool. And I told my dad, and he's like, what the fuck did you do? It isn't that. I'm like, nothing, because I didn't show up for jury duty. I don't even fucking remember getting a letter for it. Apparently, I got a letter for jury duty. I don't fucking know. And he's like, oh, fuck, all right. And then I just went to jail. I went to the sheriff's station, and the dude wanted to put me in the cell. And the sergeant was like, no, he goes, dude, just sit in the lobby, just sit in the lobby, just sit in the lobby, here's the remote for the TV, just hang out for a few hours, and then we'll let you go. <laughs> but technically, that was me being arrested and me serving time. All right. I was only in there for like 40 minutes, and then they're like, all right, dude, here, I'll give you a ride back to your job. If it wasn't for that young, but that young dude was hostile, dude, like he wanted a, he, time to get these wetbacks, but there's a lot of, I've seen, even, not just from that incident, but from... From from experience of seeing other people get arrested, a lot of Mexican cops are fucking. Even there's even a lot of black cops. Oh, they just want to pop their people. They just want to pop them. I don't know. Yeah, dude. Uh, man, trust me, dude. I've like seen they enough. They just can't wait. They just, guy just can't wait to shoot up another black person. Yeah, like shit like that, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. It, it's hard it's to like believe, that. but but I I've seen it, dude. I've seen it, man. I've seen it, dude. Well, maybe it's the whole idea that, like, you know, hey, like... You I know, got more power over your niggas or shit like that. Like, maybe that, shit like that. But then it's also like, you know, hey, they're black too, but they technically done something with their lives, maybe? And they, he just sees... He just like, sees they, they're, they're, he's better, yeah. yeah, yeah That's how it is. That's a lot of it yeah. how it is, too. But I don't think he's going out there just waiting for someone to fuck up. So hey, you never know, but, dude. Yeah. When you have that much power, you can do whatever the fuck you want. I like to think that when they, you know test people for this stuff or recruit people for police that they kind of like weed that stuff out they don't a lot of people a lot of a lot of douchebags get into the system and how come Hans got kicked out well because hit. they looked at him and he's like one you're a fucking you're a fucking retard let's Ooh. just get that out of the way just you talking to me I want to rearrange your face <laughs> <laughs> alright see I'm surprised too that he didn't get in because he would have been per he would have been the perfect dumbass he probably would have got his ass kicked. Oh, even yeah. even as a cop, oh, he yeah. would have he would have tested the wrong motherfucker, and they and they would have fucking checked him. Oh yeah. Especially out here, dude. Out here, you. I mean, yeah, the gang the gang violence has. I mean, it's still there. I'm not gonna say it's completely gone, but in the '90s, <clears throat> witnessing all that shit go down, like where I was, where you know the school I was going, especially with all the people I hung out with, the gang violence was at its highest in the '90s. There was no or there was no law and order at, at that time here. People got away with doing all kinds of dumb shit, dude. Yeah. We had a coworker, man, and I remember I remember noticing it when I watched Ganglands or Ganglands. Remember that show on History Channel? Yeah. Talk about all kinds of gangs and stuff. 
And there was a gang they were talking about called Drew, I think it was Drew Street. So basically all the gangs from Highland Park and shit like that, or in that general area. And there's a street right here, you know, by the 134, you know, when 134 turns in, and you see like the Home Depot down on the corner of the street and all that shit, on Figuero Figueroa, I think it is. Okay. So right there on Figueroa and the 134, crossing San Fernando Road and all that shit, there's a little street called Drew Street, and it's like a little cove. Like, you go up, and then you see Drew Street, you kind of come in, and then you turn, and you make this weird little loop, and it turns into the actual Drew Street. And so it's one street, it's named differently, behind the, behind that Yoshinoya, or whatever the fuck it is, and then it turns into Drew Street. But Drew Street's a dead end. So it's all uphill, and it's a dead end. Huh. And that was one of the hot spots for gang activities, because basically that whole neighborhood was ran by gang, by that gang. Okay. And the way the house, the apartments were set up, it was perfect for, for these motherfuckers to see who's coming in or who's trying to get out. Because they can see the entrance of the street from those apartments. Because they built some apartments like way up on the top of the hill. And it sees everything. So if they can see a cop driving down Figueroa Street, they'll, they'll know ASAP. And they'll be walkie-talking each other, signaling, or whatever the fuck. But there was a time, um, this dude that, that we used to work with, I think his name was, uh, was Dave. A white boy, fucking country boy, and he, you know, he moved out here years ago, and him and his family were going to a function, and they turned down the wrong street. I think they turned down Drew Street, hmm. and they, I remember them saying on um, Gangland that oh, this family went in, and they saw a bunch of people out in the middle of the street, and when they tried to reverse, they just lit up the car, hmm. thinking it was a, a, a rival gang or something. And they ended up killing his niece. And I saw the picture of him crying on TV. And I was Damn. just like, that's fucking Dave. <laughs> and I never brought it up to him because it's still kind of a... Because, it's, because Steve knows him. Steve yeah. knows him. He knew him. Steve knew him before I knew him. They were buddies from before. But yeah, dude, when I saw that, I'm like, damn. like, okay, I got to make sure I can't talk about it. Because he, apparently he's still hurt. And this happened in the 90s. And he's still kind of like, they're like, everybody got hit. You know, my niece is the one that took all the bullets. The way they shot at the car, like, you know, he got hit in the arm, but she got the brunt force. She was in the back seat. Mm. And, she, and she ended up dying. She was like six when she died. And, and yeah, dude, it was fucked up, man. So gang violence in the 90s out here in L.A. was pretty fucked I, I know for sure everywhere else it was bad, too. But for some reason, dude, the hot spot was out here. Because this is where the, where the, you know, the drugs were being sold at. This is where... The cartel was able to, you know, tra you know, transport from Mexico to San Diego. Bam, and it came into L.A. Yeah, you know, it was like a, it was like a good, it was like a good point to buy drugs. And um, yeah, dude, I, I just remember seeing in junior high, dude, I was in sixth grade, seeing seeing these old fucking cholo gangbanger dudes in the front of the school, like recruiting. <laughs> recruiting like hey the army's low bro the army's low they would say oh, fucking, we need soldiers for the streets we need street soldiers man and I remember a, a buddy of mine he was trying to convince me to join a gang and I'm like dude I'm not I'm not built for that that's not my lifestyle he's like oh whatever dude so he fucking talked to some other kid during lunch and after school I saw him and that other kid go up to a car and there was this fucking old dude there He's like, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. You know, we're going to teach you the ways of the streets, homie. And yeah, got in the car. Boom. That kid was a part of that gang. I think it was 18th Street Damn. that he joined. And they will recruit kids. They'll have other kids that are in the gang recruiting for them. 
Yeah, and that's yeah. how you do it. That's how they did it, man. That's that's a lot of the gang violence in L.A., dude, was was in that era, dude, in the 90s. And I remember, dude, uh, there's a lot of my friends that I hung out with. They're all from different gangs. And the rule was that you can't hang out with people from different gangs. That was That's just the, the basic law of being in a gang. Right. If you see somebody else from another gang, check them. Be- beat them the fuck up or kill them. Either way. But our clique, because I'm, all my friends, I grew up with them since fucking, like, kindergarten. You know, they you know family. They ended up being family friends, and they're, like, basically, like, cousins to me. It was about, like, eight of us all together. And then when we all went to junior high, they were all in gangs. <laughs> and on top of that, they were all from different gangs. So we were all hanging out together, and they, were, and they weren't supposed to. Yeah. They all, like, when we were in school, they threw the gang shit out the window. But the minute they were outside of the school, gang mode activated. Huh. You know? And I remember one time, and I'm never going to forget it, there was this kid, there, well, he was he was a grown-ass dude, but he got, he got, he flung so many times. So he was 18 in the eighth grade. And he was, his name was Danny, and he had a brother named Sebastian. That, they were both from 18th Street. And another friend of ours, Ronald, which I grew up with, he was from a gang called Rebels. And back then, Rebels, they used to have, they used to just leave this part, let this part grow long, and they used to have the bangs. And they would shave their head completely bald, except for this part, and they'll let this part grow long. So they had bangs going, like little rat tails that start from the, from the, from your forehead. Yeah. And they go back, basically, like a retarded mohawk. Right? And one day, dude, just because, like the day before, we were all hanging out at my house. We are all fucking hanging out at my house playing video games. The following day, Danny just walks up with Sebastian. And he goes, hey, where's Ronald at? He goes, oh, I think he's with his girlfriend over there. I said, what happened? Oh, we have to check him. <laughs> what the fuck? He goes, yeah, somebody somebody ratted me out saying that I was hanging out with this dude. And to prove my loyalty to the gang, I have to fucking beat the shit out of him. Yeah. It's either he, either I get him to cut off his bangs or I beat the shit out of him. And I was like, fuck, I don't know, dude. I said, fuck, you really going to go through? He goes, I have to or else we're going to fucking get lit up. They're going to fucking kill me, dude. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. And then I said, we all walked up to Ronald. And I said, hey, dude, like, like this one needs to check you. And Ronald's like, what? <laughs> yeah, Danny, needs, Danny needs to check you, bro. Because they caught him hanging out with you the other day. He's like, fuck. And I said, dude, I keep telling you guys. We, I mean, it sucks, but you guys chose that lifestyle, man. Like, we can't hang out with each other anymore. Yeah. I mean, I can hang out with you guys, but they, my cousins, fucking Danny, the twins, fucking none of us can hang out with each other anymore. You guys are from separate gangs. You can't do that. And then he was like, fuck, man. And he was like, fuck, I don't want to fight. I don't, because Danny was like his best friend, dude. Hmm. Like, that's how close we were. We were like all best friends. And then like, fuck, man. And he walked up. Danny walked up. He's like, so what is it going to be, dude? You're going to cut your bangs or do I have to check you? He goes, fuck it. Let's just fight, dude. Let's just fight. Don't hold back. Let's just fucking fight. Because I can't cut off my bangs, dude. If I cut off my bangs, then they're going to fucking kill me. He's like, all right, dude, fuck. And, Dan, and even Danny, after that, after that fight, Ronald, Ronald got his ass kicked. Mm-hmm. Ronald didn't stand a chance. But fucking Danny, he left there kind of emotional, like, I didn't want to do that, dude. Like, that's my bro. And, you know, and I, keep, and I kept telling him, I was like, dude, that's what happened when you joined the gang life, dude. See, look, man, he's like, I don't need to join a gang. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like, why, why, why did you guys join? Like, why did you guys... Because everyone else is doing it. Like, dude, like, I, I can't, I don't even have friends anymore. Like, the last time we all hung out together, 
We all went to the party. We all went to this one party in Danny's car. He had a big old van. And it was a fucking death trap because if somebody from another gang saw us all hanging out together, we would, we would have been dead. We would have been lit the fuck up. We all would have died in that van. Yeah. Because we had dudes from 18th Street, MS. We had some dudes from Playboy, uh, you know, Rebels. Fucking, uh, there was another gang. There was another gang that the twins were from. I think the twins were from, uh, I think they're from out here, from San Fernando Valley. There's a gang out here called Sanfed. They're from here too. Fuck, man. And, and what sucked is that over the years, like every year, one of them was dying off. Like either one went to jail or they got like the twins. They were both. I remember sixth grade, going on to seventh grade. The twins were at, went to a party, but they went to separate parties, right? And I, somebody said that they had a hit on them. Because they, t- they took some drug money that they weren't supposed to take. And one dude went for one twin and one dude went for the other twin. They both died at the same night, but in separate locations. It's pretty fucking weird and organized. Yeah. It was, no, because they took money from some... I don't know who the fuck it was. you know. And I'm glad they didn't tell me because whoever knew whoever knew about the situation was getting picked off. They, and, it, and it had to do with drug money, man. They took... I think what what it was is they got confused on a transaction and they took more money than they needed. And whoever was in charge of that money was like, hey, man, these motherfuckers are trying to steal from us. Take them out. Hmm. They didn't even give them a chance to explain. They just, they both died. They ended up dying and were like, fuck. It's like, they're dead, dude. They're dead. And we all sat there in school the next day. We're like, what the fuck did we do? Yeah. And then I told him, oh, fuck, I, I don't have to do anything. This is on you guys now. Like, I didn't want to leave him hanging like that, but, like, dude, like, you're all from different gangs and you're hanging out with each other. Like, you don't fucking care. Like, dude, you guys are going to get, you guys are going to die. <laughs> it's plain and simple. You guys are going to die off. And sure enough, dude, a bunch of dudes, like, uh, these other dudes, they got, you know, they're at a party. Some dude got his throat cut open in front of his family. And then another guy fucking uh, picking up his girlfriend and... These dudes from from another gang came out of the girlfriend's house and lit them up. Yeah, fucking weird, like almost like movie type shit. Yeah, weird. Like every year, you know, Danny. I think Danny ended up going to jail with his brother. They both went to jail. They got caught with drugs. Um, Ronald Ronald went into hiding. He just cut his bangs and he moved to another city or another state. I don't know where the fuck he went to. And my cousins, all three of them, they're all dead. They all got lit the fuck up in El Salvador. So, yeah. Join a gang, they say. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, it's always weird because gangs, joining a gang is almost like joining a cult. Mm-hmm. Like the way they recruit people and the way they, because they, they go out of their way to be like, oh, you know, like this is, you know, we're better than your real family. Yeah. We're always going to take care of you. You're going to be long rich. As you yeah, as long as you don't step out of line, we'll, you know, we'll always have a place for you uh, to live or whatever, you know. Yeah. And uh, I've heard some stuff like when MS-13 was in... Um, when it was at the peak of its power, right? And like 90s. in Washington State or oh, something? Oh, yeah, they're everywhere. Like, they were everywhere. And they were in these really weird small towns, and they were there purposefully. Like, they were there dealing drugs and just causing just yeah. mayhem. And they were, like, in these really weird, like, backwater towns. And I remember one where, like, this girl was, like, she was going to give them all up because they killed her boyfriend. I remember that. 
it was it was one of the biggest cases to be brought yeah. up because what it was is that she went into witness. She gave them all up to begin with, right? Because usually, like MS doesn't really have an actual leader. They have shot callers in different areas, I guess. Who yeah. Are, who's in charge of the money or whatnot? And she gave up one of the shot callers, I think, in like. Well, she gave up everybody. Yeah. Like, they all up, they all lived in like this one big nice yeah. house, and then but they just like terrorized the whole neighborhood. Yeah. And so, something like that, and then. And it was weird because like the police couldn't do anything, so it was she was contacted by the FBI. Yeah. And she was gonna go in the no, they, they had the video. Stuff. They had the video of her giving up everything and showing yeah. them what the gang signs meant yeah. and yeah. who the main dude out here was. But they was... needed her though, like they yeah. couldn't, for whatever reason they couldn't go after him. And she like was in witness protection for like a day, and then she felt lonely. And she called a buddy. She called them. I was like, hey, like can you come pick me up? They came and picked her up at the safe house. Yeah. And they're like, hey, what's cool? You know, like, they already knew she turned them in. Yeah. But they and were like, they're like, really like, like you know, oh, you know, don't worry, your family, we're going to bring you this back home. This is the one where, where she was pregnant, right? I think they, they didn't find out that she was pregnant until after, after she died. Yeah, they decapitated her, and then they found out she was pregnant. Yeah. So. Yeah, they killed her ass. Oh, yeah. She just opened her mouth. And they see? were like, yeah, he's like, you know, I, he's like, I think they gave her like a really nice going away party. But then at the end of the night, they fucking chopped her head off and then, you know, whatever, killed her. I think they shot her and stabbed her and then finally cut her head off. Or yeah, something, or something like, that. like that. That's their tri- that's their signature uh, calling card is that they'll decapitate you. That's what they were doing in El Salvador too, man. You know, it's gotten a lot better though, over there. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's yeah. This this young guy, this young president that's there right now. I keep forgetting his name, but a lot of people didn't want him because it's like, oh my god, he's a socialist and he you know he's gonna ruin our fucking way of life and this and that. But he's actually made. He's made it to the point where uh, he's re- reinstated the, the whatchamacallit. So the police out there is garbage. Yeah. You know, there's some good cops that are trying to, you know, do their best. But, you know, the president from before that, he was so corrupt. He was just, you know, the cops have to, you know, cops aren't supposed to do. It's like how you said, the cops aren't supposed to do anything. They're just supposed to, you know, monitor and report. Yeah. You know, and then they pulled all the, gu- you know, the military out of the streets, too, in the capital. Hmm. Which was a bad idea. People are like, oh, we don't like the military to tell us what to do. It's like, well, the problem is that your cops ain't doing shit, so we have to send the military in to fuck them up. No, no, no. Get rid of the military. Huh. And so El Salvador became like this cesspool of fucking gang violence. It was really bad. Really fucking bad to the point where like I couldn't even go over there. Hmm. There was a point I couldn't go back. I couldn't go over there. Dude, there's people that were out here that knew me that got deported over there yeah. from MS. Yeah. And the minute I would go over there, they would, they would try to find me real quick. Hmm. And I didn't want that shit. Like, I wasn't any, anybody important, but it's the fact that somebody in the U.S. that they know is out there, they, they would they would they would have looked for me. Hmm. Asking for favors and, hey, hey, can you hide me here? Like, I don't want them near my fucking family to begin with. So, fuck that. But, um... But this new guy, he's he's fixing a lot of shit, man. Like, he's bringing water back to, like, the... Like, <laughs> dude, this is how fucked up it was. So there's this water plant in the capital, right? Producing clean water. This uh, this president, before the new one, he knew that there were, you know... Hey, there's some... Some of the water pumps aren't wa- aren't working properly. Well, I'll just leave it how it is. That's money. That's money that we need over here. That, you know, we can't... Af- you know, we can't afford to fix those. Too much money. And a lot of these, like, these villages and these towns outside of the capital, they were suffering because there wasn't any clean water going to them. Right. And the guy was like, no, leave it there. Don't worry about it. 
there's water in the river. They can drink it out of that. <laughs> yeah, like some fucked up shit like that. And then um, he was take he was keeping the money, all the taxes that was coming in. He was pocketing it. Hmm. He was pocketing the tax money. Because there's an they did this interview with this dude years ago, and they're asking him like, "Oh, you have a nice house. How do you do it?" All my side businesses, you know, I can't tell you what it is because it's confidential. But I have a lot of side business, you know, in the U.S. as well. I'm getting ready to buy a his and her Lamborghini. Damn. And they're like, really? He goes, yeah, my wife needs one. She needs to match, like, how I, you know, she needs to live the lifestyle I live. So this dude was pocketing money. And a lot of, a lot of mayors of, like, towns and villages and stuff like that, they're doing the same shit, too. Yeah. Like, I have a relative. My, my cousin, she married, she married the son of the mayor of the of the of the district that uh, they call them alcaldes, basically like mayors. They're mayors, okay. but a, a, of a large part of a certain area, right? Yeah. And he was this dude was building house. You know, he had a couple of houses. He had some fancy cars from, imported from the U.S. Hmm. And my cousin, she was like, "Damn, like this dude is rich. Like, what is his side business? No, he didn't have a side business. <laughs> he was stealing from everybody." And they ended up catching him. They caught him and they put his ass in jail. And he's getting ready to go on trial pretty soon for it. Hmm. And when I, when, I, when, I, when I took my family out there, what, like, like a year ago, a couple years ago, to El Salvador, she didn't want to, she didn't want to hang out with us. She was embarrassed. Huh. Because people saw her as a thief, too. Like, oh, yeah, you married a fucking thief. It's like, look, man, my husband didn't even fucking know. Like, we didn't know. Like, it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. She finally came around. She kind of was like, yeah, he's in jail. But, like... Everybody hates us. Hmm. And so I, I said, don't even stress it, dude. Just let them deal with it. Don't, <laughs> you know, don't get caught up in the fight. In the fight, you know, let them let them be mad at at your father-in-law. Don't don't get involved. You know, yeah, it's crazy, dude. A lot of people, and then now that this new guy's in in, in, in the seat as president, a lot of these motherfuckers kind of tone down what the fuck they're doing because hmm. he was catching them. Dude. He exposed a lot of people already. Yeah. He got a lot of people kicked out of the seats. You know the mayor, the, their mayor positioning and shit like that. Yeah, he got a lot of people kicked out of it, and now he's saying that he's gonna reinstate the the strong the strong hand or is it like the iron hand. Damn. Yeah, what it is is it's a group of people that it's like a gang task force. Oh. That was enlisted years ago, years ago before this other guy came and <coughs> fucked everything up. There, there's it was a bunch of basically. It started off as, as vigilantes going around killing gang members. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, this guy, this, the president, you know, from way before, is like, hey, let's, you, you can't go around just taking the law into your own hand. Why don't we just organize a group and let's make it legal to we, arre we arrest them and we take them to jail. That's where all the jails are overcrowded because they just arrested gang members and they threw them in the jail. Either they threw them in jail or without officials knowing, they would take them out in the fields and fucking pop one right in their head saying, hey, they try to kill us. Yeah, sometimes that's all you can do. Really. Yeah, and, and a lot of it too were kids. A lot of thirteen-year-olds were being were being killed left and right. Thirteen-year-old, twelve-year-olds. They had dude. These this this group had no fucking mercy. If you're in the gang, you're gonna die. Hmm. You either die by the gang or you die by the fucking or by the by the iron hand. Huh. And this guy reenlisted that. So now there's now in the capital there's government soldiers walking around patrolling the streets. And on top of that, you got this group of vigilantes that are going out and fucking killing them. So once again, the the violence has gone down a bit, but the, but the only violence that we're getting over there, it's them killing off gang members. 
Yeah. And and the and the only way you know that they're coming is because of the trucks they drive. You know the Helix, the Toyota Helix. Yeah. Yeah, that's how they identify the vigilantes. Huh. Is through that. If if there's a group of people sitting in a car with fucking the mask on, get the fuck out of there. Shit's going down. They'll go in, and you know what? And you know when they pop these motherfuckers too. These 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 gang members, they pop them when they're asleep. So like five six in the morning, whenever you know, a lot of the village people they they go out, they start cleaning the house. A lot of people are early risers, but since these guys are out and about, oh bless you. Thank you. Since these gang members are going out, that's a weird sneeze. Since these gang members are going out at night doing their shit, you know, like three four in the morning they go to sleep. And that's when they hit. Five in the morning, bam, bam, kicking down doors. It's like, fucking manos arriba, cabrón, blah, blah, blah. And if they see one motherfucker try to run, they shoot him. They don't even ask questions. They just they just light him up. As long as he has a tattoo on him, because 99% of the time, motherfuckers have tattoos with MS on them. Yeah. There's not a motherfucker over there that doesn't. No. And, and I've seen a bunch of them. When I was out there, uh, I think we went, to, we went to a Walmart in El Salvador. Oh, dude, I saw these motherfuckers left and right. MS on their neck but they weren't acting out they just kind of like you can see it yeah and they were just like mm, you know the times yeah, are just playing it cool they, they were getting ready because they knew that this dude was going to get elected this young guy they knew he was going to fucking win because everybody in El Salvador were tired of the fucking the one they had the president that they had yeah they knew he was stealing money he got caught red handed tried to deny it nobody believed him so he <laughs> fucked up and he got replaced with this new guy. And this new guy is actually doing a good fucking job. And on top of that, he's creating, uh, what do I say? He's creating work out there now. Because yeah. back then, there was no work. Like, I have a couple, I have like an uncle that, my dad's brother. Yeah. He moved from, he brought his whole family over here. Because there was no work over there. And he's a carpenter. Yeah. And it's like, there's no work out there. Remember you telling me they're going to build like another airport or something like that? Oh, about time. That's the one thing I wanted to get to. This this young guy when he was when he was running for president he was like you know I'm gonna create more jobs for people over there because right now our issue is that the gang violence is up and the workforce is low we only have one airport why don't we build another one closer to you know the border of uh, what is it Honduras he goes in that section it's called La Unión the Union. And that's basically where, you, where my mom was raised, out in the middle of the jungle. Like it's kind of like you, you've seen the pictures, right? Yeah. You've seen a couple pictures. It's a very. It's a. It, there's only like, I think there's only like 200 people in that little town. Mm-hmm. It's pretty small. Like people think, oh, that's 200 is a lot. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> it is very. It is a very fucking small. It's it's basically a village. Everyone calls it a town, but I see it as a village because it's fucking small. <clears throat> and if and if you know. And if he does get it, he, if he does accomplish that, a lot of people in, in that in that rural area, they're gonna have jobs. Yeah. Because they, he because they showed the, the 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 plans for the airport, it's gonna be fucking massive. It is going to be one of the biggest airports built in El Salvador. <laughs> and he says that he goes by building that, he goes I can bring more jobs for people. That's gonna create so many jobs. Yeah. The and and, and on top of that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about bringing, you know, outside work, too, like like Uber and Lyft. He goes, that goes, yeah, we have Uber out here, but it's a problem because nobody trusts them. Because they can be a gang member doing that. But I'm, I'm going to bring more work out here for everybody to participate in because a lot of it, you know, a lot of the people are poor because there's no work. Yeah. Nobody wants to go out in the, in the jungle and find a hammock for 20 bucks. Nobody's going to do that because it's time to bring 
trying to bring civilization to those to those areas not that to throw them off of their you know oh we're gonna build condos and all but people need work there's not enough work producing over there and if he goes if i build that airport there then that means we're gonna have to build a shopping center if we build a shop uh, like a shopping mall like the one that we have in the capital there's plenty of work there um we need to create more jobs for people that's what's going on and we need to involve because we need to, all these people that live in farms and stuff we need to involve them into the community because they're 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 growing crops and nobody's buying right so the more people we we because like the big deal was that they just couldn't transport stuff too right it's like yeah. a four-hour drive yeah it's a four-hour drive and and if and if people land in that new airport it's easier for us first of all because we're only like an hour away from the where my mom was raised at yeah it's only an hour away from the airport versus five hours from that town to the capital right you know it's a lot easier and it alleviates the traffic because there's a lot of traffic going to the capital and he goes if we if we build an airport up there in the mountain like not in the mountains necessarily but kind of like at the base if we build that airport there he goes traffic it's it's gonna bring the traffic down by like a lot hmm. you know, because not many people are gonna want you know when people come out you know i noticed the tourists when they come out here they like to go out to the volcano they like to go to the you know the rural areas like you know that aren't really inhabited by the capital you know you know yeah they'll go to the city but but a lot of these people they go to like the woodsy areas like the jungle areas and they like to go hiking they like exploring they like you know rock climbing like all that's out there there's nothing in the capital for that right so why not why not cater to our tourists as well you know they're going to want to go because the beach where the where that airport's going to be built at that's where the beach is at and the beach from the capital is like another three hours away huh. so they're thinking about like like making it convenient yeah 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 so so that's that's where you know i don't know how we got to this conversation but yeah there we go <laughs> But yeah, it's getting a lot better over there. You know, a lot of people were scared that, oh my God, he's a liberal and he's going to fucking fuck everything up. But he's actually making a pretty, he's doing a pretty fucking good job. That's good. You know, a lot of people are just still pissed. Like, this is what my mom says. She's like, a lot of, like, a lot of our family members, they supported the, the president before. They, you know, they were like diehard. Basically, like, basically, like, they, you know, I don't think he, he was like Trump at all. But they said that he was one of those millionaires that just bought his way into the presidency and he just did whatever the fuck he want. And he goes, that's like, you know, that's why people didn't really like him. Oh, the new guy. The, no, the, the new guy, he, no, not the new guy, the, the one before the new guy. Oh, okay. People were like, oh, he's like Trump. He's just the new, like, well, I said, well, not really because Trump's not really stealing your money. He was stealing everybody's money, the, the, the guy in El Salvador. Yeah, yeah. You know, that was the main thing is that they knew he was stealing money, but they still supported him. One day he's going to put it to fix the roads. He's like, no, he didn't do shit, man. He bought himself a bunch of mansions. He had a bunch of mansions built for his buddies and bought himself Lambos. So, fuck. I've been talking up a fucking storm here. Where, where are we at right now? We're at an hour. Ooh, hour and 15. Fuck. Look at nice. that, man. But, yeah, that's how, you know. Well, not really any conspiracies, but but gangs are pretty fucked up. Yeah. Like, uh, a buddy of mine, he was in a gang, and um, he's gotten out. All of the guys that were in the gangs that got old, they had kids and shit, and they all kind of stopped. Like, it was almost like a game, you know? Like, it was to them, it was like a game. Like, they were in a gang, they were cool. 
other gangs like were like trying to push on their territory or whatever, and then they pushed back. But it, it never got like super violent. At least I don't think it really did, because they're Asian. But you know, whatever. Uh, Asians, so, Asians were pretty crazy. Yeah, though. yeah, they are. But um, what cracked me up though is that like, you know, skip ahead like whatever ten years later, my buddy moves out to Wichita, right, with his with his girlfriend and her family and stuff like that. And so when he goes to Wichita, he finds out there's a bunch of fucking gang gangbangers out there, and they're young, like young little fucking Asian gangsters, like like fucking nine eight year olds, right? He's like, what the fuck is going on here, you know? Like, and then what was fucked up was that his girlfriend's little brother got caught up, but he saw someone get shot at their school, and he 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 told he told him like, hey, yeah, I know who it is. It was this guy, whatever his name is, Arthur or something, right? The news the next day went to his house and filmed the front of his house. Oh, I remember that. Wanted to interview him. Got uh, got shots of his mom coming in and out of the house. All this stuff like that. And then so uh, they literally just started sending death threats and stuff started coming to his house. And so it was like, so they ended up like having to like sue, you know, the news people for doing all this stupid shit. Cause like I don't know, like they just never really knew there was like a gang problem until. Someone got fucking finally killed. So he had to, like, leave the state. He left the state for, like, a long while. And Vu was trying to figure out who the fuck is in charge of these gangs here, you know? Like, this is stupid. Like, he's never heard of this shit before, right? Like, and they were wild. These kids were fucking wild. Like, there was nothing. And, um, so he, uh, asked around and found out that some guy that they all knew from back in, like, Orange County. Uh-huh. Who got his ass beat every day and who was kicked out of the gang. Like, he wanted to join a gang really, really bad. Uh-huh. But he ended up getting, like, shit, he, you know, they, they for, for fun, they'd jump him in and be like, nah, you're a bitch, you can't join. And then a week later, be like, come on, guys, I could fight this time. Like, okay, fine. they beat the shit out of him again and be like, nah, you can't fucking join, you're too much of a pussy. And so eventually, his ass moved to Wichita for some reason yeah. and became the goddamn kingpin over there. So he was, like, the top dog. What Even though fuck? he was a little bitch. And so, like, my buddy was like, dude, I should just go over there and punk his ass. I wonder if he'll remember me. But then it was like, you know, he's, he, like, surrounds himself with his little tiny army of, like, fucking sixth graders and shit yeah. like that, you know? But he was like, man, fuck this. He got out of there, too. He was like, fuck all that. Like, her whole family moved out. They all left. They sold their house. Got the fuck out of there. God damn. So in Wichita, there's a really weird, fucked up, like, <laughs> Asian gang thing going on. Yeah. And all the violence was in, like, the elementary schools or middle schools. Because it was all just these little kids. It was that guy who was, like, the leader and all these little kids. And then they would, like, try to recruit other kids to join. And if they said no, then they try to beat them up. And if they couldn't beat them up then, then they'd bring a fucking squad with them and their mom's minivan and shit and beat the fuck out of them. What the f- Yeah, it was really bad. That's fucking weird. Like, I can understand being in a gang, protecting what you have, protecting your neighborhood, whatever. But this whole just, like, violence just because you're in a gang thing? Like, I don't know. Like, it's I've always, how it is. I've it's, it's so how, it's, I feel like that's how they just show how fucking tough they are. Yeah. Kill. Like, I mean, I, I grew up in, like, East L.A., so, like, I know all about gangs and people, but I was always cool with everybody. Yeah. Because, you know, I was the token white guy, too. But it was like, you know, they'd be like, hey, man, like, you need to go. Like, some shit's going down. Yeah. I'm like, all right, man, I'm, I'll, you know, take care, you know? And then I don't hear from him for fucking months at a time, find out he spends, like, a de- like a, a minute in jail because some dudes did come over his house. And they fucked up shit? Yeah. yeah, and then he had to fuck them up, and then it was like, 
I remember one buddy, <clears throat> they came to his house, they pushed in into his house, and he was like, like, no, this isn't happening. So he beat the shit out of him. But because it was like, they, they were trying to fight him with their fists, but he went after them with like a baseball bat, he ended up doing jail time. Because it was like unnecessary roughness or unnecessary violence or some shit like that. He was like, what the fuck? You know, I was like, I was defending my home. They're like, well, yeah, but you're a known fucking drug dealer. And we know, you know, they were there to, like, try to steal your shit. So it was kind of it was kind of weird. Yeah. So it was like, then those guys ended up giving him up, saying, like, oh, yeah, well, he's got drugs there at the house. And, of course, they, you know, they raid the house and find all the drugs. So he ended up going to jail for that shit. But, I mean, I don't know. Gang, like I said, gangs are, like, a weird fucking cult. And, and, like, the weird psychological stuff that they do to people to get them to either stay or to get them to be, like, compliant with the gang is, like, off the wall. Like, it's really trippy. Like, it's the whole weird, like, 72 virgin things. If you go and you kill yourself for the gang, you'll be blessed with 72 virgins, like, when you die, you know? So they got people, you know, strapping bombs to their chest, walking into, like, you know, blood and crypt buildings and shit like mm-hmm. that. So, I don't know. It's pretty fucking wild. I don't see it so bad anymore like it's just like a lot of like the gangsters kind of like grew up yeah either either they're all in jail or they're all fucking dead so yeah that's that's the case for for that part like i've met like a lot of old gangsters but like you know now they have families they're not about the life anymore but they still have to they'll fuck shit up but yeah they'll fuck shit up at the drop of a hat i I have a friend like that too he's not he's not in a gang anymore I'm not even gonna say his name or anything, but he's not in the gang anymore. You know, he has a, he, you know, he has a kid now. He has this dope ass little business going on. But man, there was a time when I first met this guy. He was out of the gang forever. He was out of the gang forever, but he was still kind of like, hey, you can't really fuck with this guy like that. Like this dude was still, he'll still fucking, you know, if he has to, he'll shoot you. Yeah. yeah, that's the you know that's how they live now. Like they're like, okay, I'm not in the gang, but you know if I have to, I'll kill somebody, and he won't have a problem with it. Yeah, so. well, that's just life. Damn. So we talked about politicians and gangs, pretty much almost the same. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> pretty much all, almost the same. Oh, how, nowadays it sure feels like it, you know Republicans versus you know Democrats. They're both gangs. That's how I see it now. Yeah. That's how, you know, divided they, everything They've is. started using intimidation tactics on their own people. So there's that one where it's, what was it, uh, not Nancy Pelosi. Uh, who's the other chick? Diane Feinstein. You seen that picture of Diane Feinstein where she has her arm up on the wall and she's like, looks like she's like laying into like another politician, like scolding her and shit. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh shit, like this really is a gang. Like they're, they're going to fuck, they're going to jump her, you know? But yeah. Things are uh, calmer, I guess. I don't know. You think gangs are like one of those wave kind of deals where like they only pop up when it's necessary, or like there's like a vacuum and then like a I don't like know. a gang mentality no, has to fill it. I think we're at, we're at a we're at an age now where you can't get away with the shit that you were able to get away with in the nineties. Yeah, because remember, Ramp, Rampart was going on even before. The whole the whole conspiracy with the rampart and them doing that shady you know mafia shit yeah yeah that was going on even before this whole gang scene went up so when the gang scene ramped up rampart was like better for us takes the load off our shoulders because they don't have to deal you know for one they were doing their own shady shit you know, right. there was a lot of money laundering going on and 
a lot of side businesses that cops are getting involved in drug drug exchange through the cops you know when the cops catch a gang member with, with a bunch of drugs they didn't, they didn't they never turned that shit into evidence they'll go back and sell it themselves dude yeah yeah so a lot of that shit was going on so it was easier for them to get away with shit Oh, the window's it's open. Really, yeah, it's really windy, dude. Yeah, the window's open right there. So, yeah, man, it, you know, I see it as that they can't, they can't, uh, uh, they can't get away with a lot of the crimes they did back then, the gangs now, because the cops, cops are different now. Yeah. Cops yeah. are more on edge because it's now it's everybody versus the cops. And I feel like cops are like, you know, we got to be on our guard, man, because any of these fucking little assholes can just come up and fuck us up. Because remember after that after that incident with um, where that where that kid got shot by a cop, it was like it, it wasn't uh, Zimmerman. It wasn't the Zimmerman case. It was uh, it was right after that. You know, chunky black kid was supposedly charging a cop, and the cop lit his ass up. Oh yeah, and the, the kid was like it just in a play area or something weird like no, that. Or no, I don't know. He was in the street. Eric, I think his name was Eric. Garner? Was oh, you're talking about Eric Garner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. when, when that shit went down, people were like, this is an outrage, and blah, blah, blah. They shot this kid. Yeah. He was a gentle giant. He was on his way to church. <laughs> but I but I heard that, you know, people, you know. Dude, he fucked that cop up. Yeah, he did. And he chased the cop. The cop busted him yeah. while he was robbing a liquor store. That's, like, yeah, hey, there man. we go, there we go. He was like, hey, man, like, I need you to stop. I need you to put your hand behind your back. He's like, why? Why should I put my hand behind I need you to put your hand behind your back. You're caught. Like, I caught you. You were stealing shit. And then, and then I guess the, the, the he got a, a hold of that cop, and that he was bigger than the cop, and he started beating the shit out of that fucking cop. And it was just he just happened to he was going for his gun, and the cop got it to it before he did, and then he blasted him. And then all of a sudden now it was like yeah he was like a he was he killed this poor innocent guy who was just you know on his way to church and all this other weird shit, and all of that turned out to be a lie, and all of that shit popped up was that uh, the Black Lives Matter stuff. Dude, this morning I saw something on the news. Uh, what is it? The district attorney? Like, they want to kick her out of Los Angeles? Mm. Like, supposedly in two, 2012 she promised to, to do something. Like, clean up the streets or she was promised she promised to like, go through, like, old cases and, like, let people go. You know, like, if they just got busted on, like, simple drug kick, uh, like charges or whatever. And she hasn't done shit. So Black Lives Matter went to her house this morning at 5 o'clock in the morning. And they're like, they, at first they were just protesting outside, like, hey, you know, no, no, you gotta go, all this bullshit. But then they got ballsy and they went up to the front porch and started hammering on the door. And when they op- when the guy, op- when the husband opened the door, he pulled a fucking gun on him. Oh shit! And he said, "Get the fuck back." He's like, he said, "Oh, oh, we're just here to talk about. I don't give a shit what the fuck you're talking about. And you get off my fucking porch, I'm gonna shoot you." Like, oh, you're gonna shoot me? He goes, "Yes, I'm going to shoot you." And he has a fucking gun pointed at her. Huh. And they, they're, like, filming them and shit. And there's, like, five people filming them. And then she started, like, complaining, like, I can't believe he, like, pulled a gun on me. Like, that was so unnecessary. Like, you're fucking beating on this dude's door at 5 o'clock in the morning with a shit ton of people with you. Like, 20, 30 protesters outside. I would have I fucking pointed a gun in your face, too. I wouldn't have said, like, hey, yeah, I'm going to fucking shoot you. I probably would have just done it. Mm-hmm. But I would have just, you know, I definitely would have had my gun out and be like, yeah, you guys need to leave. Well, what are you going to do, shoot me? <laughs> and then I just bam shoot one of them, you know, and mm-hmm. the rest of them will get it. Remember, it's not the first time you shoot them; it's the second time they learn their lesson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Inside joke. You'll never know. <laughs> 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 
But yeah, I don't know. So I'm, I'm kind of like, even though maybe that, that lady who's the DA of California is a piece of shit, but I mean, I'm all for that husband defending himself. Because you never know. He might have opened the door and they might have just pushed their way in and then... Huh. You don't know. Mob mentality is fucking scary as shit, dude. Because people tell you, like, oh yeah, I was just, I was there, we were just protesting, next thing I know, we were fucking caving this kid's head in. Like, what the fuck? Like, Yeah, man. Scary times. Scary times we live in right now. I mean, it'll get better, but... I mean, I think it's a lot better than it used to be. I think a lot of stuff people are coming up with now is just bullshit. It's just to scare us. We had to deal with this fucking coronavirus shit. Well, that's the thing. If if we're not if we're not scared of anything, and we're not scared of each other, and there isn't any racial divide, a lot of these politicians lose their foothold. Oh yeah. Because they of them want, like, they need that to happen. Yeah. To make to profit. Yeah. They need to make sure that the black communities stay, you know, impoverished and unpowered. Or they will never get their votes again. Yeah. That's why a lot of people are scared of Trump, because he's starting to get those black votes. Fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. Well, I guess we can end it here. <laughs> yeah. One one thirty almost? Yeah, that's, that's not dope. bad. That's dope. And we're here doing it together. I kind of noticed that we were getting farther and farther away from the mic as we were talking. So well, we can, yeah. The, the, the magic of technology. I don't give a shit. Just post it. Yeah. Just like the last one. Yeah. No music, no nothing. Just nothing, post that shit. All right, then, guys. So thanks for uh, listening. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. And uh, you, do we have anything to plug in? Fucking gangland. No, motherfucker, not that. Oh. <laughs> uh, we have an Instagram page. I don't Yeah. No. Maybe you should be in charge of it because I don't ever post nothing. Yeah, I got to get I gotta get on it. I think... I think you, I may post like two or three pages. Yeah, you're going to have to send me the password. Yeah. And then I can do it on the computer and post weird shit. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, pretty soon, uh, you're coming back in July, you said? Yeah, I'll be back here in July for family trip thing, but we're going to hang out with everybody, too, so. We're going to crash. He he doesn't want us to. Deep down inside, he's going to be mad if we do it, but we're just going to fucking drive up to your event <laughs> and just fucking, just fuck shit up. I know Sarah will get a kick out of it. Yeah, Sarah's like, oh, yeah, I invited anybody you want. I'm like, no, 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 you don't want to invite all these people. Oh, we're going. Well, half of them are gonna come anyway. We're going. Be like, oh, I'm, I'm, if I go in the water, I hope I'm I gonna hope. get, I'm gonna get my asthma. Oh, I'm gonna, get, I'm I'm gonna, gonna die, die from I'm asthma. We're <laughs> <laughs> gonna die from asthma. <laughs> like, oh my god, dude. Like it's fucking July. Like get in the pool, you fat fuck. <laughs> oh man, uh, we're, we're gonna figure out how we're gonna crash that party. And I hope everybody smokes weed because they're all going to get lit the fuck up. Hey. Yeah. Everyone's going to smoke, whether they like it or not. <laughs> You're in fucking California. Get with the fucking problem. Weed is bad for you. No, it's not. Smoke it and then tell me if it's bad. Yeah, anyway. I don't think any of my family's going to do any of that shit. Well, one my, well, my cousin's a fucking federal agent, so she can't. No. She's doing it. Stupid. Yeah, federal this bitch. Yeah. yeah. She's like, oh, I'm so fucking high. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see. All right, then. Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, yeah, just tune in for our next podcast. Maybe when I when I get the password and login information for Instagram, I can post up our the times where we're going to put up a podcast. Yeah, right, now, right now, it's random, but you know we don't care. Yeah. Just fucking go with the flow. Just go with the fucking flow. We put one, we put one. If you don't, fucking tell your mother to go suck an egg. All right? Shut it down. All right, I'll shut, shut it, it down. down. All right, fucking...
Bunk Buddy Theories out. Bye.